thank you for joining Hashtag No Limits today. I am Shelly Kino, your host, and Hashtag No Limits is about limits that have been placed upon people but who have bust through those limits. And I believe that there is no better example of that than the caterpillar turning into the butterfly. The caterpillar literally dissolves into cells and then reforms itself into a butterfly, and then it has to struggle to get out of that cocoon in order to be able to be strong enough to fly. Ophelia says in Hamlet, we know who we are, but not who we will be. And I 100% believe that because if, especially you think about the caterpillar, who would think that this creepy crawly thing would eventually be flying? Nobody would think that. And I am so appreciative of that statement. I have seen that happen so often in my career as a teacher and now as a special education consult. And I know that that has happened with our guests, Allie and Lisa today. So Lisa, thank you for joining us. Allie, thank you for joining us and welcome. Thank you, Shelly. We're thank excited, you. aren't we? Yeah. We're excited for our conversation. Yeah, I am excited too. So tell us a little bit about yourselves. Do you want me to start? Go ahead, Mom. Sure. Okay. Well, again, my name is Lisa Nichols. I had three amazing children, Jordan, who is 28, Paige is 27. And how old are you? I'm, I'm a good kid. You just turned 26. You just had a birthday, right? Yeah. In January. Yeah. January. Wow. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. We had a big party, didn't we? Wait, just I? not really. Shelly. Shelly. Uh-huh. Shelly. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's interesting that you mentioned the butterfly Shelly. Cause that's one of Allie's favorite things. She loves butterflies. So remember the butterfly song a yeah. long time ago that used to yeah, sing. I want to fly. I want to fly. My life. That's mm-hmm. right. I can't believe you remember that. That was that's a long awesome. time ago. So, um, my dad, uh, I had to, um, Looking at Hello, got got a song, uh, butterflies. Yeah, Tina Hartwell uh, and Brittany Hartlow her. from her old school. They taught her that song. Yeah, so uh, love well, that was that was an awesome song. Thank you. You have a beautiful singing voice. Oh, thank you so much. I'm awesome. welcome. <laughs> well, and I understand, um, and we'll get to this a little bit later. But singing is not your only talent. What other what? talent do you have? You can. Dance. Well, I just uh, I just uh, love I just love dancing so much today, and then I love um dancing with our um dancing I help the uh, many with our um I help um my mom my dad with team right, and then I just, I help uh, 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 many, and then um my mama uh my my dad and a stage and talking to me. Uh, speech, talking to me. We had a speech. Because I have a good dancing all the time. Yeah, you're very good at dancing, yeah. and we're a team. We were team yeah. Nichols. Yeah, I am so good. Or I'm so good. Um, I I have moves or dancing. Is it really good? Um, 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 working out or dancing. It's like working out, Michelle. Yeah, it's and you have some work. Yeah, I mm-hmm. bet it is. And you have some good moves with your dancing. I've I've yeah. seen some videos, and we're going to share a video a little bit later of uh, one of your dances that you did, and yeah, mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars, so we'll get to that a little bit later, so sorry, um, so you were talking about how old your kids are, which I can't believe you have kids that old, because you don't look like you're barely older than that, so continue telling us about yourselves and your family a little bit more. Sure, absolutely. Well, um, I'm just trying to think here. My husband and I, we've been married for goodness gracious. I think we're going on 37. Yeah, year 30. It'll be 37 years in December. We just celebrated our 36. So we were 12. Yes, we got married. I was thinking two, but okay, 12. Yeah, and so we're originally from Kentucky, so you might detect a little accent, a little Southern accent. We grew up, we were born and raised in Kentucky. We were high school sweethearts, college sweethearts, went off to college. Yes, yeah, all of our cousins and your grandmother and papa, everybody's there. We have no family in St. Louis, but we were recruited right out of college, Shelly, to come to St. Louis to work for McDonnell Douglas which a lot of people probably know about okay. McDonald's now of obviously it's Boeing, but Greg and I were both recruited and that moved us to St. Louis. And that was 36 years ago, yeah, 36 years ago. And I remember when we got here, we said, Oh, 
we'll be here for two years and then we'll mm. probably move somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. I am um was a baby and then you were um, a little baby. My uh my dad went to the hospital and I went I'm I baby. Yep, we went to the so. hospital and you mm-hmm. had you and yep, and you were the yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm here. So and now she's now here. Get <laughs> home, okay, home working. That's right. That's You're both right. at home working. Yep. Yeah, we're at home working because yep. of the virus, right? Because of no, COVID. No, I'm. I'm not going out. I just want to stay at home working. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But we've got to stay yeah. away so that we don't get sick or get other people sick. But yeah. So then we spent the first 10 years of our career in fortune 500 companies. And then in 20, uh, 10, uh, after 10 years of doing that, we learned a few things and thought, you know what, we're going to jump on the entrepreneurial wagon and we formed technology partners. So Jordan was born in 92. I was just talking to our middle daughter about this this morning. Jordan was born in 92. Paige was born in 93. We started Technology Partners in 94. And Allie was born in 95. Oh, so, my goodness. 95? No, in 1995 is when you were born. You're, oh. And you're 26 now. Oh, So right. I say I say to people all the time, you know, I, I had four babies <laughs> in four years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Having your own business is definitely like having a child. Um, oh, because it, it totally is. And maybe even more so because you may have to give it more attention. And, then it, and you certainly have to give a different attention than what you right. give to your, your human children. So if so, you can imagine it, Shelly, it was a really crazy time for us because we had three, three and under, three in diapers, goodness. starting a business. It was, it was a very crazy time. And I look back on that now and I think, how in the world did we do it? How did we do that? But you know, we didn't really know any different and right. we changed a few more diapers. And, uh, and the other thing that I would all that I would also say is we've always tried to get help. And I know sometimes people can't afford that, especially if they're starting out with their business. Sure. But but you know, we try to get things like, is it really necessary for me to always be the one to pick up the cleaning? And of course now, you know, you can have Uber, you can have uh, Grubhub, right. you know, there's so many more options, Instacart, you know, you can just have so many more options now, but back then you really didn't have those options. And so we would always have a, a young girl come in and, and help us. And uh, with some of those things or running errands or whatever, because you want to you want to hang on to the things that really matter and only you can do. Right. Uh, so I always say I never outsourced buying a prom dress for one of my girls. Never That's outsourced awesome. that because I wanted to be the one to do that. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And and I know I haven't seen any of Paige's, but I've oh. seen a, a a formal dress of Allie's, and it was certainly beautiful. So I'm I'm glad that you had that opportunity to do that with her. Absolutely. Um. So what was it like? So you had two neurotypical kids mm-hmm. and then Allie comes along and um, she has something extra and I'm, that's a, that's a little bit of a foreshadow. So we'll talk about that. Um, so what was it like when you found out that Allie was possibly going to have Down syndrome and like, can you kind of walk us through that process? Sure. Absolutely. I'd be happy to. Um, well, we, I'd had typical pregnancies, typical labors, um, and deliveries. I mean, our other children are typically developing. Right. Right. Yeah. I know. I put it in quotes because I don't Uh, know what's normal and typical. Right. I, Greg and I always laughingly say we all have special needs, you know, absolutely different, different special needs. Yep. But yeah, but I had, um, everything was great with even Allie, like, uh, pre like alpha fetal protein, all of that came back fine. And so it was not until after she was born that the, um, that the pediatrician said, yeah, I want to see you back. I, she was born on a Saturday. I want to see you in the office on Thursday. I'm like, oh, this is, this is typical, you know, sure. you have to make sure she's not jaundiced or, you know, and had uh, two other children. Um, and so when we go, my mom was here from Kentucky. I'm so grateful that she was, uh, but she was here for a couple of weeks, um, uh, to help me out. And the pediatrician said, you know, there was some concern in the nursery, uh, from some of the nurses that there are some of the, the characteristics of, of Downs, but not all of them. And so, you know, Shelly, you know, that there's a semi-increase, there's, uh, sometimes, um, a gap between the big toe and the next toe, uh-huh. um, their ears are a little bit lower, a little bit smaller. There's low muscle tone. Now I had noticed the low muscle tone 
Allie was actually born about three weeks early. Um, and so I was like, oh, you know, it's just her muscles aren't quite developed. I sure. had kind of noticed that, but she really looked like our oldest son. You know, I mean, their baby uh-huh. pictures, if you put them up next to each other, they look so similar. So really, I didn't even think anything about it. And right. he said, no, the only way to know for sure is, you know, you need to go and you need to to go to a neurologist and, and be tested. And so my uh, OBGYN was connected uh, to Dr. D'Souza and he got us in the next morning. We went, we had to, I think it's probably different today, but we literally had to wait for two weeks because they actually took the blood samples. They grew, you know, the, the cells in a Petri dish to see if there was an extra um, chromosome, 21st chromosome sent that off to a lab in California. We actually had to wait for two weeks. And so I remember And I'm not going to tell you who our doctor's name was, but I will tell you something really funny. I remember Greg was working at uh, kind of the Bell Labs, if you will. It was a, a division of Southwestern Bell called TRI, Research Division. And he was there. And, and so I'm calling him on the way home and said, you know, here's what the doctor said. And um, I'm not going to mention this doctor's name because we love him. But Greg's like, oh, he's a quack. There's no way. <laughs> about it now right we yeah. love this doctor he has since retired uh but greg's like you know he just was like dismissing it he goes he's a quack there's no way uh, but i was obviously upset shelly and, right. and so he came home and we were talking about it and i mean here's the thing we never really knew anybody you know with right. this diagnosis right and so there were so many unknowns we had no idea and i right. can remember us, you know, I can remember there was an older couple about 10 years older than us and their kids were a little bit older. And we were just surrounded by a community of wonderful faith-filled people that, you know, would show up with meals or just show up. And, and I remember Steve and Sharon were over our house very shortly after we got this news that there was a possibility. And I remember just asking all the questions. You know, I had all the questions too. What would sure. this mean? What does this mean for her? I mean, will she feel like she's missing out because maybe, you know, she may not get married or she may not drive, um, that sort of thing. And then I was thinking, how is it going to affect our other children? What if kids at school say really mean things uh, right. and, and to hurt their feelings, hurt her feelings? What is all of this? And so I just had all these questions, Shelly. And I remember my sweet, dear, wise friend, Sharon, saying, honey, she goes, listen, she goes, I, I don't I don't know what it is to be in your shoes right now. But she said, I would just encourage you, think about taking one day at a time because you may be worrying about things that may never happen. And yeah. just, honey, wow. take one day at a time. And I will tell you, that was such sage advice. And I still look at that to this day. Um, hang on one second, Shelly. Allie, watch your teeth, okay? Don't grind your teeth. <laughs> um, we have to have some reminders sometimes. But yeah, I mean, I I still to this day, people will ask me, will Allie live independently? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, she doesn't really want to right now. She loves being with her family. We love having her. I can't imagine not having Allie with us. But I said, if she ever decides that she wants to move out with some friends or something, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But I'm not going right. to spend time worrying about that. Right. Yeah. Um, now I'm not saying not to plan, you know, we definitely have planned for if something happens to us, what happens to her. Right. And, right. and as it stands right now, Paige is responsible for her. We have a trust that's set up to take care of her for the rest of her life, you know, in, in the event something were to happen to us. So I'm not saying you shouldn't put plans in place. I would say, don't worry about things that may or may not happen. Just, just live in the moment. And I will tell you, and we can talk about this. I don't know what else you want to talk about, but I will tell you, Allie truly, and I have told people that she's truly been one of my best teachers and teaches me something every day about how to live. In fact, I would say that I'm so grateful that she got entrusted her to us because I think she was put here to even help us live the way that we're supposed to live. And one of the things with Allie is she lives in the here and now. 
She yes. lives in the present. She does not ruminate on the past and what could have happened or I should have done this or I should have done that. There's none of that. There's really not much into the future other than uh, I would really like to go to Starbucks this afternoon. <laughs> right? We I hear love that. Starbucks, mm-hmm. don't we? Oh, we love Starbucks. But, and it's fun for us to take our dogs because tell Shelly what we get at Starbucks for our dogs. Oh, very like the uh, uh, cups. Yeah, oh, really pup cups. Yeah, they're cups at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So we'll take our dogs with us. Well, back. I had to take a nine because um, I had to take a dog, very very um, mm-hmm. cup, and then I had to go to the Best Buy get on my my, on my phone. Oh, your charger, your charger's not working. My phone, um, my phone's ever um, big trouble. I'm getting one. Your phone charger's in big trouble. (laughs) (laughs) And And you had to get a new one from Best Buy. We got to keep our phone charged up. It's very important, right? In case I have to, I have to keep my phone. Yes. Yeah. My uh, my phone dead. Right. You don't want it to be dead. Absolutely. Anyway, Shelly, you know. we we waited that two weeks and I mean I remember Greg and I we hugged a lot we cried a lot we certainly prayed a lot and and it the, the result came back and and sure enough um you know it was a positive <laughs> and and so then we started processing that and I remember Greg saying that one day he was uh, we we each process it differently sure so I'll tell you just a little bit because this might help somebody uh, that may be listening, but you know, I can remember Greg saying he was having a conversation with God oh, in the car. Your, your back is itching. I know it's because the weather's so dry. Um, but you know, he was having this conversation with God. And so God's like, you know, um, can you find joy in today? Can you find joy in today? And mm-hmm. Greg's like, well, absolutely. I can find things to be joyful about. And it was like God didn't audibly speak to him, but in his spirit, it was sure. like God was saying, if you Why can not? if you can go through each day uh-huh. and find the joy in that day, when you look back over your life, all you'll see is joy. Yeah. And that was beautiful. So beautiful. So for me, um, Shelly, you know me well enough to know that I think in music. Yes. Music has always worship. worship. Yes. Yeah. Allie does too. We both love worship, don't mm-hmm. we? So um, music has always been one way that God speaks to me. And at the time, there was a song, Twyla Paris had wrote it from Melody Green. And Melody Green was Keith Green. He was a contemporary Christian artist, uh, very, very uh, well known during this time. And he had recently crashed um, in a little Cessna plane and and lost his life and left behind Melanie, Melody, and I think two or three small children and just a tragic, tragic loss, lost to our society because he was awesome um, and lost obviously to their family. But Melody had written or Twyla had written a song for Melody called Do I Trust You? And basically the words of the song were, you know, does it rain in the spring? You know, do the birds sing? Yes, they do. And basically it boiled down to those three words. You know, God has always been faithful. Am I going to trust you in this? Do I trust you? And I tell you, that song ministered so much to me because God had always been so faithful. It's so faithful in my life in every aspect. And I trusted him implicitly. So I, I wrestled with that and said, God, am I going to trust you with this? I don't understand this. And here's the other thing, Shelly, and some people can probably relate to this. There, we had a lot of young couple friends. There were a ton of us that would hang out. We'd go snow skiing together, you know, prior to kids. And we had this community of friends. Well, there were several of our friends at the same time that was expecting a baby and they had babies and their babies were fine. And, you know, so I, I will tell you, I never said, why me? I never said, why me? Because, or why her? Um, Because it's like, why not? You know, why do you think that you wouldn't be the one in, you know, uh, 6,000 babies a year are born, right? Why would you think you would, your baby would not be? 
Um, and, but at the end of the day, I just had to say, God, I don't understand this. I don't know what this means for the future. I don't know what this means for her. I don't know what this means for other children. But you know what? I'm going to trust you. I am going to trust you with this because I know you are faithful and you love her more than I could ever, ever love her. And you're going to be there. You're going to be there and walk with us. So I will tell you that song. Wow. I mean, it was so powerful and such um, a wonderful, you know, ministry to me. And so that's my, my journey with it. And um, like I said, we both kind of wrestle with it in our own ways. Um, but you know, I can tell you this, knowing what I know now, <laughs> there's not a thing I would change. Not yeah. one. That's awesome. That's so beautiful. And thank you for being honest and sharing about what it was like when you first found out, because I, I think there are so many families that we develop expectations and we don't even realize that we have developed those expectations until that expectation isn't met. Right. So, you know, oh. you, no when it, yeah. And so when yeah. that expectation isn't met of this child that's just being born or, or some people find out in the womb yet that their child may have Down syndrome that, yeah. you know, that, that sort of, that shatters that expectation. And then you have to build different expectations and find how to process not having the expectation that you didn't yeah. make, not even known you had. And, um, and so I, I, I'm so appreciative for you sharing that because I, I want this to be something that people will watch and listen to that they can go, oh, there's, I'm not alone. You know, somebody else went through this or someone else is going through this and they're experiencing what I'm experiencing or they're feeling what I'm feeling. And um, I, I just, I really appreciate your honesty in that. So Allie, I don't want to leave you out. Um, <laughs> She's going to ask you a question. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so um, last month was your birthday and last month you also did Dancing with the Stars. So yeah. we, we did talk about that a few minutes at the beginning, but can you tell us a little bit more? Like, tell me about your dance instructor. Tell me how much work it took for you to learn your dance. Well, who was your dance instructor? I well, love, love, love dancing. My my teacher, Mike. Mike, your teacher, Mike. Well, Mike, my, my teacher, Mike, is an awesome guy, and she's really good. As my mom, Regin, or um, Jason Dar, many, her help, help many. Did we so, raise money? Yeah. Yeah, we we did mm -hmm. it because the Independent Center, which is a wonderful center here in St. Louis, that helps people. Like a, uh, uh, Ted Lewis, I love, 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 love dancing so much. And then I love my mom, my dad, all family love doing dancing. Yeah, we all loved it. We were a yeah. team. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just yeah. you. We we did it as a team, which was really fun, yeah. wasn't yeah, we it? We make a good team. Yeah, so. you make a good team. <laughs> we do. We make a really good team. Mm -hmm. We make a good team. Uh, yeah. And so Mike, he's really a good instructor. Yeah. We could not, we did not pick him. They picked him for us. And I will tell <sighs> you, we could not have picked a better one. So oh, Mike, awesome. Mike and Nikki own Dance Pizzazz. So oh, okay. if anybody is looking to do some ballroom yeah. dancing, uh, look them up. They are so, um, just terrific. Uh, come alive. Come alive. Uh, come alive. And then Mike told me to, um, the, um, yes, me. Uh-huh, this so, is me. You know, we did both on. You did we both. Did, um, um, come alive, um, kill up dinner. Yeah, we did yeah. come alive at the gala mm -hmm. and yeah. at the dinner. Hey, so let's tell Michelle, did you have to practice a lot to get um, to get good? Yeah, I, I had to, um, I had to need, I had to need a budget of dancing mm -hmm. or raw budget of dancing. I did really good in doing moves and then Mike not awesome me. Yeah, I'm amazing. He so was definitely. an awesome teacher. Yeah. Right. So having teacher. a good teacher is important. Yeah. But then you had to work really hard. You had to be mm -hmm. very disciplined and I work did, hard. I used to I used to um working hard today and then focus and then don't for look at me in my face. I I can't look at looking at dancing. Yeah, don't so, you had yeah. to focus. Yeah. Is focus a good mm -hmm. thing? Anytime you're trying to learn something, should you or, be um, focused? Uh, not looking my, my face, don't, don't look at my nose. Did my don't, nose get arching again? Don't look so, at your nose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you had to keep your eyes on Mike, right? You couldn't you couldn't yeah. look down. You had to look at him. 
Yeah. Yeah. I just watch him, Mike. Mm-hmm. But not yeah. love him, watch me. Yeah. You yeah. had to watch Mike mm-hmm. and you had to follow his lead because yeah. he was kind of the leader, right? Mm-hmm. And you had to follow his yeah. lead. Yeah. 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 Mike's awesome. I, I need I need to talk to him. Um, so call. So now. Here's the, you want to talk to him on a Zoom call. We'll have to call him soon. We unfortunately, Miss Shelley, we've not been able to do dancing since yeah. the pandemic. So I'm excited for Allie to get back. Allie was actually tell her the other thing you were doing that you're so good at too, Miss Shelley. I'm not going out anymore. No, I'm no. Not going out. I'm yeah, not, that's good. Back at school, work, and dancing. Yes. So I don't work at home and working home. And you work at home. home. Tell Miss Shelley though. Let's talk about you working at home. But tell her what. What's the other thing that you would do with Master Prinky? Yeah, Mr. Prinky, you did. Oh, yeah, yeah, karate. 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 Oh, nice. We're a best guy. He's the best guy. I got a sample for my house for a dinner, and my dad's gonna make a cooking of food. Or taking mm-hmm. a hot dog or whatever. Making hot know. dogs or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her kids, my daughter, um, her, her wife come over. Yeah. You invited so, his wife and his daughter yeah. over. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, she was doing karate before the pandemic, too. And, yeah. There and you go. Good. <laughs> she's pretty good. Uh, Don't, be that too. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. scared. Don't <laughs> okay. Be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> So, so are you a white belt, an orange belt, a yellow belt? What, have you gotten any belts yet? Yellow. Yellow. Yep. Yellow. yellow okay. Belt. All right. Mm-hmm. I think that's as far as I got when I did karate. This and then a, I stopped. Uh, my, um, uh, my bed, my room. Oh, you have it's it. in your bedroom. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a little video. Is it okay if I show the video now? Yeah. Of Sure. Yeah. All right. So this is a video that um, when you... We're raising money for the Independence mm-hmm. Center, yep. and this is kind of um, this was. People can't vote now because this is over, but this is right. what people would watch to decide if they wanted to vote for you to win this dance competition, right? That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. All right, so let me put this up here. So she won the Dancing with the St. Louis Stars in 2019, Shelley, okay. and then this year, I mean, she she won that competition. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Good for you. All right. So here we go. Here we go. Here you go. Maybe your dog is dead. Sun is up and the colors blinding. Take the world and redefine it. Leave behind your narrow mind. You'll never be the same. Come For nearly 40 years, Independence Center has been helping restore the lives of those suffering from mental illness. This year, to celebrate that milestone, we're doing a very special version of their biggest fundraising event, Dancing with the St. Louis Stars, and bringing back many of the former dancers. Joining me now is Team Nichols to talk about this year's Champion of Champions event. So first, Lisa, tell me, why did you and Allie first decide to get involved with Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, great question. Thank you, Jessica. So Greg and I had attended the event for several years with Bill and Debbie French. And uh, in 2018, I was asked to be a judge. Greg was unable to attend that year, but Allie actually came with me. And Bill saw her dancing at the end, and then he got this, you know, uh, idea. He said, why don't you let Allie dance and you can raise the money? What was your favorite memory from the year that you danced? Oh my goodness. Well, it would be the year that Allie danced, right? So that was 2019, January 2019. And I will tell you, Jessica, when they announced her as the MVP dancer of the night, I <laughs> the greatest memory, oh, she found a picture of her. This was honestly just one of the highlights of her life. Yeah, that's, oh, my teacher, Mike. That's, that's your teacher, oh, Mike. Yeah. But I tell you what, when they announced her as the MVP, she was airlifted off the ground, <laughs> jumped up high. And I have a picture of that in my office. And that was just the highlight for me. Allie, what would you say your favorite memory is? Well, I just love, love Hope, the many, um, second star. You loved, raise, yeah. she raised a lot of money that yeah. year, Jessica, for yeah. the Independent Center. And mm-hmm. she just loves helping people. So yeah. that's just kind of- um, that's what families do you know that's just part of her dna i think i've told you before her name is alexandra elise alexandra means helper of mankind and Allie has so lived up to that namesake so yeah. she loves helping people so 
Is there anything you'd like to make sure people understand about Independence Center or anything that you've learned yourself? They really, truly take a holistic approach to mental health. I mean, they are assisting from everything from medical care to housing to skills development, resume building. They even are helping their members learn how to budget their money and learning financial literacy. Um, they have a fitness center there that they're helping members add into their daily routine and the list goes on. I mean, truly, I believe the Independent Center, the model that they have, they're incredibly successful at helping members find the hope and confidence that they need to lead their best life. So they are doing tremendous work. Is there anything else you'd want to tell people about why they should vote for Team Nichols this year? The Independent Center needs your financial support now more than ever uh, in order to continue to serve their members. And the thing that people need to understand is that they not only are serving their members, but they're also serving their families by serving those members. And then the last thing I would say is Allie was born to dance. <laughs> she was definitely, from the time she was a little baby, she appreciated music. She appreciated Aww. movement. I mean, she just, she loved it. Well, thank you so much for joining us and good luck in this year's competition. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was so much fun. <laughs> Definitely a highlight for us, Shelly. I bet. And the Independence Center, what a great organization. Um, mental health is near and dear to my heart. I help prepare a mental health awareness walk every year in my area in uh, memory of someone who lost her life to suicide. And uh, so what a great organization and how awesome to, what a great competition, Dancing with the Stars. I mean, you love it. So yeah. much fun. It's probably, I always say it's one of the funnest fundraisers we've ever been to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, after typical gala, you know, it's really a lot of fun. So. That is that is so wonderful. And Allie, oh my gosh, all those dance moves. And you, you, I think what your mom said in that other interview is that you were born to dance. I think I that's very true. Well, that's what happened because my head was me um uh, going around, going around. So spin, spin, spin. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm not too fast. It's just a, a, a gonna win. Yeah. And then um keep going and then I just done. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. keep going. She loved yeah. to spin. But yeah, that's uh, I I'm like I don't know how she remembered all those moves, Shelly. Uh, yeah, crazy. A, a lot of remember. practice. Yeah, she had to remember. She had to do a lot of practice and uh, focus. Yeah, you know, focus is one of yours. Yeah, focus and a lot of practice. So, um, so we know that with Down syndrome, um, there is an extra chromosome. So tell us about something extra. What is it that I mean when I say I what something extra? Sure. Well, uh, yes. Okay. So something extra, she's got an extra 21st chromosome, but there's so many something extras. Uh, you know, if I, if I, I, if we would be here for a long time, if I told you all the something extras Allie has, but you know, I kind of alluded to it in that video that she is, she's got a servant's heart. I mean, I will tell you, she was working at uh, Progress West and helping volunteering there prior to the pandemic, and they absolutely loved her. And I mean, we've heard from people there that say, you know, I'll come in and I will not be having such a great day. And I see Allie and it, boy, it just makes my day better. Um, but she, she just helps, you know, she loves to help. And so since the pandemic, I said we had always kind of had help around the house. Well, Allie, without me even asking her, since the pandemic, we don't really have anybody into our house any longer. She has taken on that role. And I will tell you, Shelly, you would not believe what a good family assistant she is. I uh, bet. She, every day, she, she, what all do you do, Allie? She helps with the laundry, mm -hmm. Shelly. She always uh, does the dishes, mm -hmm. uh, loads yeah. and unloads the dishes. She'll well, wipe down I the cabinets. To, uh, let me see. So Monday, let me see. Um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, weekend, a week. I, I had to um get a bond a week because um Miss Mir not coming. Uh, um, next Miss Mary, Rosemary. Yeah, I, I had to uh, my day. No, um, Tuesday, Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I'm getting, uh, getting a uh, getting a bond. 
Elite, right. And then the we guy. have three property. We have three different dwellings on our property. Okay. So she doesn't clean one of them, but we have a recreational barn and she'll walk over there and she'll go over there and unload the dishes and make sure everything looks really nice. Um, she'll take my husband coffee. So he works over in the loft in the barn and she'll okay. coffee over there to him. Mm -hmm. And then our son, Jordan, works for the company too. And he lives on the, in another house on their property. And Allie will walk over there and Jordan will say that's the best part of his day. Oh, um, <laughs> um, I enjoy him making a coffee. Now he makes his own coffee because we got him oh. a Keurig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but prior to that, she was doing that. Um, Gosh, what else? I mean, she'll help um, change the sheets. I mean, Shelly, it's like, it's amazing. She is uh, our mom, family mom, assistant. Um, she isn't really tight. So we the sheets are help. sometimes kind of tight. So yeah. she kind of needs some help with that, sure. with the fitted sheet. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I would say that's a something extra, obviously extra loving, uh, extra loving, extra compassionate, oh, oh. extra intuitive. I mean, Greg and I would always laugh you know, sometimes we'd come home from the office and she would say, what happened at the office? Because she could tell that <laughs> right? we, there was something different. You know, she's got, um, you know, I think one of the, the best leadership tenets that a leader can have or anybody can have is self-awareness. Mm -hmm. Allie is very aware. Her awareness uh, meter is way off the charts. I mean, she's very aware. Um, I would say she's very funny. She's mm -hmm. really humorous. She's very funny. Um, she's just got lots of something extras. So God really, um, one day I'll tell you a story. So this is probably, I want to say maybe five years ago, um, Allie and I, Allie it does everything. We do everything together and we're in the car and we're driving along and she sees, um, you know, an animal on the side of the road that had been hit. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is a um, deer or a fox. Someone has a deer or a fox. Um, I think it was a raccoon, maybe. Raccoon. It was a raccoon, I think. <clears throat> and um, anyway, so we're driving by. Well, she notices this. And basically, we're driving by this animal. <sighs> and she cranks her neck and looks back. And big tears, crocodile tears, flowing down her face. And she just said, oh, poor baby. It made her so sad. Yeah animal had lost its life <laughs> and um you know I just really at that time Shelly I had this epiphany and it was like wow she understands the sanctity of life yeah you know and here's this little girl that understands she's she's heartbroken over this animal's life right. when a lot of people would maybe just drive by and not even notice right right and, and you know, and I don't know if people, and listen, I'm not standing in judgment. Okay. So please do not, do not take it that way. If someone's listening and this has happened, I understand I'm not standing in judgment, but you know, eight out of 10 people that find out that they're going to have a child, a lot of times will choose to end that child's life. And my epiphany was, wow. There, if she had been born into another family or conceived by another family, she may not be here. And I don't know one person that is as joyful, as full of life, understands the sanctity of life like she does. Yeah. I, mean, I just had this epiphany that Shelly, it was like God said, you need to tell your story. Because you had all those questions too, Lisa. You did. You had all those questions. But you are so far on the other side of that. Yeah. That you need to tell your story so that other people will understand it is not something to be feared. But it is a gift to be embraced. But I get it. You don't know. You don't. I didn't know. We didn't know anyone. And I can remember Greg even saying at the time, will we even have a relationship? Will we even have... I, we didn't know, you know, right. I mean, there were so many questions. And so, yeah, it was like, God said, you need to tell your story because other people need to understand what is in store for them. And you know, because right. you're right. on the other side of it. Right. And this is a great blessing. This is a gift in your life, not something to be feared. So the whole idea really, I mean, he gave me that title too, something extra. Yeah. We, um, I started working on a book project 
Thank you. And are you leaving? Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, I'll see you later. Say bye, Miss Shelley. Thank you bye, for Shelley. having Thank you for joining, Allie. Thank Enjoy you. the rest of your day. I'm going dancing now. Okay. okay you're going to go dance. All right. Yeah, she's taking her chair back Thank to her you. room. All right. Let's go ahead and close the door well, if you I would. I understand. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I understand. Uh -huh. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going, she said. Just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we'll have lunch in a little bit. Um, love you too. Um, but yeah, but so I started on a book project and I'm not going to go into the details of that. It kind of got put on hold, but then three years ago, three years ago, um, I was searching for a, a traditional publisher uh -huh. and we thought we had a book deal with a publisher in New York and it ended up, you know, not happening. So I just took a little pause. But then that very next year, some of the millennials, <laughs> we can, we can be reverse mentored by them. Right. Yep. Uh, in the office, we're like, Lisa, you need to be podcasting. You need to do a podcast. And so our marketing team came up with the idea of the something extra and it's a leadership podcast. And I interview leaders from all over the world. I've had um, leaders from Cape town, South Africa. Uh, it's just been so much fun and leaders in all sectors, right? I mean, obviously tech leaders, we own a technology company. So I've had a lot of CIOs on the show, CTOs, uh, but CEOs of nonprofits, for-profits, some social enterprises. Um, but we talk about their leadership journey and what is the something extra every leader needs. And so it's just been so much fun. I had uh, somebody on yesterday that I'm excited when that one releases, very difficult person to get on the schedule as a <laughs> the truth he, he's the ceo for carnival cruise lines and oh sure uh, he's very difficult to get on the schedule but you know his something extra was you've got to be a good listener you know listen 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 because if you want to know where your business needs to go all you need to do is talk to your clients because they'll tell you you know and then you talk to your employees because your employees will understand how to deliver that to the client and whatever it is that they need. So yeah, it's, it's been so much fun. And I mean, Shelly, I'm sure you are the same way, but I have learned so much things that I've implemented for myself, just from these guests that have been on the podcast. I'll tell you another one. I think it's releasing in two weeks or three weeks. But I have a dear friend, I think you actually know her now too. I think you were on this call uh, with me, but her name's Cheryl Batchelder. Yep. And I think you were on that call with me, yes, right? Yes, I was. Yeah. Yeah. I learned a lot from her. She's amazing, right? So she was the CEO for Popeye's Chicken. And one day we we're talking and she said, Lisa, do you know Jeff Henderson? And I said, no, I don't. And she goes, you need to know Jeff Henderson. So she introduced me to Jeff. Jeff used to be uh, in marketing for the Atlanta Braves. Thank you, honey. Uh, the Atlanta Braves. Oh, you have your Go Red shirt on now. She changed outfits, Kelly. <laughs> Go Red for women. Okay, thank you. Thanks, baby. Um, and so um, anyway, so he was a CMO for Atlanta Braves, and then he was a marketing executive at uh, Chick-fil-A, and then he went to help Andy Stanley grow North Point, which is a huge, you know, I, I don't know, considered like the largest church in America, I think. Um, but now he's off on his own. So he's written this book for, and Cheryl, Cheryl's like, Lisa, you got to know, you got to know Jeff. And, and so obviously then I just downloaded his book. I started reading and Shelly, I'm like, oh, if there was a book I could write, I wish I could have written this book because wow. it's really about the language of leadership and how, you know, we need to be for our people. First and foremost, F-O-R, for our people. What does it mean to be for your people? What does it mean to be for your client? And then obviously you need to be for yourself because it's like if you don't take care of yourself, right, then you can't do all of these other things. So you need to right. get the proper rest and the proper uh, nutrition, that sort of thing. But this book, just the leadership language. So I have really, I was talking to my husband, Greg, just a couple of days ago. And I said, that book has already impacted me because I think of my, you know, and I've always tried to be that. I feel like I am an other's person. Uh -huh. but now it's giving you a way to articulate it. You know, right. it's the language of leadership. Um, and so I've just learned so much. I've grown as a professional. I've grown personally from just these amazing people. And so the hope is, and I know the hope for you with your podcast is you want to help someone else. Right. By sharing yeah. the 
stories, you know, and that yep. is precisely what we're trying to do as people are on their career ascent or, you know, maybe already in leadership, but looking to go to that next level. What are those tenants, um, you know, that we need, you know, so that we can be right. the most effective version of ourselves that we can be. So. Yeah. And, and Lisa, I'm glad that you, you mentioned Cheryl and, um, and the call. So, um, I met Lisa through the Christian Businesswoman's Breakfast back in October, right, of 2020. And since then, I have joined a Bible study that Lisa runs. And then we also have a prayer group that we do. Um, so obviously, your faith is extremely important to you and encompasses every aspect of what you do. How was your faith tested and how was it strengthened through Allie? Mm, that is a great question. Well, it, the way that it was tested at first is you have all these questions. God, do you know what you're doing? Right. <laughs> but then when you wrestle with that and you rumble with that, like I said, you know, that, that song just spoke to my heart so much. Am I going to trust you with this? And at the end of the day, Shelly, I had to say yes because he is faithful. He's always been there. He's always been faithful to me. And I know he's going to be faithful in this situation. And he's going to show us as we go. Right. You know, one of my favorite verses is Jeremiah 33, three. And basically what it says is call on me and I will show you things you do not know. Hmm. And that has been a verse. Listen, I mean, that applies in life, in business, in parenting, all these things, right? If we rely on him and trust in him, uh, you know, then he will guide our path and he will, he will give us the answers as we need them. Sometimes I think, you know, we as individuals are looking and we go, we want to see the whole picture, <laughs> right? God, you know, we want to see the whole picture. We want to see how this ends up and rarely does he do that. <laughs> exactly. Know, we yeah. don't really see, um, but we can trust him with today. You know, we yeah. can trust him today, do what we know to do today. Um, in fact, that's one of the the quotes that, that I've taken away from Cheryl. I don't know if you remember this or not, but she said, sometimes we don't need more input in our life. We need the time to ruminate with what we already know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, so yeah, faith, my faith is everything. I mean, everything that is at the center you know, there, I'll tell you another little, as we're talking about leadership. So there was a company, uh, it's like a McKinsey, but there's a consulting management consulting company out there called Bain, Bain and Company. And one of theirs, and I, I don't remember exactly when this study was done, but I remember reading it. One of the leadership tenants, in fact, the most desirable leadership tenants from the people that they had um, interviewed and the people that they had surveyed was that a, that a leader be a centered leader, be mm. a centered leader. And really what that means is that you're not wavering. You're not flitty. You're not, you know, this way today, this way tomorrow. You're not, um, super fluid in your decisions. Although we do need to be that, but it's not like, okay, team, here's our vision for today. And then come in tomorrow and something totally different. You need to be a centered leader. Things don't rattle you. You need to be more even killed. And so for me, what I say as a leader with faith and where faith is central to everything, we need to be centered in Christ. Yes. We need to be centered in him. And then yes. if you think about all the things and all the leadership tenets and traits that it takes to lead, um, there's a lot of them. You have to have vision. You have to be a strategic thinker, a critical thinker, all these things. I say, if you are that and he's here and you're centered in him, all those other leadership traits that you need will flow out from that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And, and I want to encourage anyone who is watching right now that when we're talking about leaders, yes, Lisa is talking about leaders in, in corporations and, and big companies, but this these principles, I'm thinking, can apply to being a leader in your own home. Absolutely. You know, whether you're, whether you're mom, dad, single mom, single dad, um, whatever it is you can use, you know, these leadership skills within your own home. 
that being centered, that, you know, having a vision. Um, and just like in, you know, a large corporation, you have a vision, but sometimes that vision doesn't manifest exactly the way you think it's going to. And so you do need to be flexible that something, you know, I'm sure when you were pregnant with Allie, your vision was another child, just like Jordan and Paige. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your vision changed when she was born and you got that diagnosis. Um, so yeah, it, definitely that, you know, I just, I want to make sure that people aren't thinking, oh, well, you know, Lisa's this big corporate person and I can't, I can't apply what she's saying, but you really can, you really can take what she's saying and, and put it into your daily walk, whether you are in a big corporation, whether you're an employee in a big corporation, you're leading yourself through whatever job you have. Mm -hmm. I could not agree with you more. It does not mean that, that you have to have people reporting to you, Shelly. I mean, we can all be a leader, right? We can all right. be a leader. Um, you know, to your point, being a leader in your home, leading your children, leading, leading, you know, co-leading <laughs> if you're, if right. you're married, obviously, but, um, yeah, I mean, you don't have to, to actually have that title to be that, you know, we can all be a leader and just be the best version of yourself. That's what I say. Don't try to compete with anybody else. I was just having a conversation this morning with my, my middle daughter Paige, and we were talking and I said, you know, I said, you know, we were children that are different, you know, sometimes, and we see this, we've got an eight year old grandson, Shelly. And, and, you know, I was telling Paige, um, you know, we see him sometimes trying to kind of you want to fit in, you uh -huh. want to belong. But I said, you know, the thing is we were created all different. You know, we were created to stand out, you know, right. why fit in? We were created to stand out, you know? Right. Um, Absolutely. And so that's what makes life beautiful though. Yeah. And, and diversity. Right. The, the one line that really sticks with me, um, from Cheryl's talk that day is, um, she raised her children and she says to them, you know, I didn't, I might not have given you everything that you wanted, but I gave you Jesus. That's and, right. and as Christians, that's the, that's what we, that's what our job is. You know, that, that's, that's what we need to highest be doing. Calling. It's our yes. highest calling. Yes, absolutely. So I just want to talk a couple of minutes um, before we wrap up here about Allie's schooling. Now you told me yes. um, about, I believe the name of the school was called the Promise School. Is that yes, a Promise Christian Academy. Okay, so tell me a little bit about that school. Yeah, I will, and I'll, I'll take you way back. <laughs> I'll take you <laughs> way back. So Allie uh, went to; she was, um, you know, included. Uh, we went to public school. Um, she went to Good Shepherd School for Children until she was school aged, uh, and then when she was in kindergarten, she went to um, a public school, Rockwood School, awesome school. Uh, that went through fifth grade. But I remember, Shelly, um, you know, and this is no knock on schools, please don't take me wrong. But sometimes and, and some of your listeners may have experienced this, I, I had two older children. And I saw how sometimes in middle school, sometimes children are not as nice. And um, I hate to say this because I'm a woman, but sometimes the worst were the girls. And yeah. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't <laughs> have the psychology of that, uh, but just not kind. And I had witnessed this with our other children. And it broke my heart to think about this little girl possibly going into that situation when people were not kind to her. Yeah. And you talk about, I'm a very peacemaker person, but I'm telling you what, if something happens to one of my kids, mama bear, <laughs> mama bear is going to come and you know, it's not going to be pretty. Right. And so it just broke my heart thinking about that. And I thought, Oh, I do not want this precious little girl that does not have one mean bone in her body to be, you know, uh, teased or whatever. Right. And so we were trying to figure out, now, what are we going to do for sixth grade? And I knew of this school, Promise Christian Academy. It was born out of Kirk Day School, uh, Wilson Benton. The story goes um, that a mom had come to him. He was the senior pastor of, um, of um, Kirk 
Presbyterian church and he was a senior pastor and a mom had came and said, you know, what about my child with special needs? How, how are you going to educate them? And so the vision was his that we're going to educate all children, you know? And, And so promise was born out of that vision. The school was about two years old and they were having an open house. I remember it was a Friday. And I thought, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go and I'm just going to check it out. Uh, Marlene Barron, whom, you know, yes, and, and had been Allie's OT when she was at Good Shepherd School for Children. Marlene had gone over to Promise and I knew Marlene was there. That's about all I knew. Uh-huh. Uh, but I remember going to this open house and I'm sitting there. And they're talking about how every child, they pray over every child. You know, they're praying for them. They're praying for the family. They're supporting the family. They're, you know, it's their dream that envision that every child would be able to read the Bible, the scripture. Uh-huh. And Shelly, I literally sat there and I don't think I had a dry eye. The whole time <laughs> tears were just flowing down my face. And I'm like, oh, I think this might be a good place for Allie. Yeah. And now, the now again, it was a baby school. It was only two years old. So Greg and I, we didn't always prioritize a date night. And if you've got listeners with young children, please do that. <laughs> you got to take care <laughs> of your marriage first. But it just so happened that we had a date night that night. We were going out to dinner. Greg wasn't able to come with me to the open house. And I remember us sitting there and he goes, well, tell me about Promise. What did you think? And I said, oh, Greg. I sat there and cried the whole time. I think this might be the place for her. And so, you know, he's an engineer, right? (laughs) So he's like, uh, so tell me the downsides. Tell me the downsides. And I said, well, a big downside is this is a baby school. I said, honey, they don't even have computers. They don't have a computer lab. They don't have any of that. And he's like, well, Lisa, we own a technology company. You know, we can probably help with that. Yeah, we might know some people. We might know some people. <laughs> and so, and so, you know, I was very grateful. Greg, if you know my husband, you know that he is incredibly generous, very generous and very um, giving. And so fortunately, we were able to help them. And so we just, you know, we said, okay, this is going to be the place for her. And I tell you, Shelly, we could not have asked for a more, you know, loving, supportive place. I mean, they are about the possibilities, That's awesome. not the disability. Um, what, there's so many things that differentiate them, by the way. Um, the faith is a huge one. Um, you know, you don't have to be a believer to go there. You know, you don't, but all the staff just know the staff are going to be praying over your children and uh, praying over IEPs and all of that. Um, But one of the big differentiators, and I love this um, about them is, you know, what we saw in the public school system, which, I mean, I still remember Allie's speech teacher. I still remember the teachers and they were incredible. We were at a wonderful elementary school. But Allie was pulled out 90 minutes a week for speech therapy, you know, 30 minutes at a time, three times a week. And, um, you know, so she, when she was in the class, she would really articulate, put her consonants on the ends of her words. But then when she would get out in the hallway, it was like, (laughs) it was like she was speaking a foreign language. I mean, it was crazy. Um, But, but at Promise, everything is integrated. So the OT is there with all the classes. I mean, oh, wow. the children accountable, the speech, it's more of an integrated approach, therapy approach, therapeutic mm-hmm. approach, which we thought, wow, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's just a wonderful school. Now, fast forward. So they did not have at the time, they did not have their own building. In fact, I think because the school was two years old. Allie started there in sixth grade. I mean, I'm trying to think one, two, three. I think there were three different buildings that Promise was housed in while we were there. Allie was the first graduate from Promise in 2014. She graduated in her little cap and gown and the whole nine yards. Uh, But since, um, I guess now it's been, I want to say maybe two years ago, there was actually a plot of land between Westminster Christian Academy and um, it's, it's called West Hills Church on 40, the 
south side of 40. There was a plot of land there that Promise was able to buy. A big capital campaign. And now Promise has a beautiful new school built by the Brinkmans. We love Brinkman Construction. Bob and Kim Brinkman are just amazing. Built this beautiful school that was specially designed for children with special needs. So a couple of things. Lots of natural light. So all the classrooms have tons of natural light on the perimeter of the school. The, the, the hub where the, there's a hub where the cafeteria is and that sort of thing. But then there is a racetrack between the classroom and the hub where kids can ride scooters because there's Marlene believes integration. Yes. Getting the body in alignment with the brain. And, um, you know, they would jump on trampolines in the morning first thing, you know, to get that that alignment, I guess, if you will. So it is just a wonderful school. I think, you know, um, I didn't even know what the enrollment is now, but it's just, it's been so fun for us to be on that journey with Promise and see, you know, just the, I've always said, I think Promise is doing so much right and they can kind of be that beacon on the hill. Mm-hmm. To kind of show the rest of the world how to to educate these special people. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like an amazing place. Yeah. I've been trying to connect with Marlene so she could tell me more about it and it just hasn't worked out for us. But um, that sounds like a place I definitely want to learn more about. And if people are in the St. Louis area, I, I would certainly recommend you give them a call and and take a tour, it sounds like, because it sounds like it's Christian Academy. Yes. Meredith Hines is the school, um, is the principal of the school. Okay. Awesome. Well, Lisa and Allie, I know she's left us already, but Lisa, thank you so, so much for joining me today. And I appreciate your honesty and your willingness to just put your feelings out there of your experiences and the things that you have gone through. And I appreciate something extra. So if anybody wants to listen to something extra, where can they find that podcast? Every platform. So Apple, (laughs) iHeartRadio, Google Play, uh, wherever, CastBox, wherever you love to listen to podcasts, you can just Google. Uh, When you Google it, just say something extra with Lisa Nichols and uh, it'll come up. And yeah, I I hope that people join in. I mean, I'm telling you, it's just, uh, it's been so much fun. It's probably one of the most fun things I've ever done in my career. So well, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I'm like you, you know, the, the amazing people that you've met through yours and, and the amazing stories that I've been able to share through hashtag no limits. I learn something in every interview and I grow from every interview. And I, um, I'm just so very appreciative and the, and the, like you said, you know, the, the opportunities of the people to talk to um, it's just amazing. There's been so many people, that. you know, yeah. you're sharing that with your friends, Shelly. And yeah. and, uh, yeah, I love it. And that story then lives on in perpetuity and you just never know. Cause everybody is sometimes at a different place, right? Mm-hmm. So what might speak to one person may not make any sense to somebody else, right. but that's the beauty of it. And I always say there's 7 billion people in the world. That's a lot of stories we need to be telling. Absolutely. Absolutely. And even in here in the United States, I think we have 7 million students in schools now that have special needs. So there are 7 million stories that need to be told. And my idea for this show is to change people's perspectives of special needs. And um, we do that through IEPs. We do that through this. We do that through uh, Friday with Fran, which is another show that I have. Um, We do this through educating educators um, and, and just giving people that experience because our biases, we all have them, but unless they're challenged, we, A, sometimes don't even realize we have them and B, they're not going to change. So I'm hoping that by having lots of exposure to lots of different stories that we can help change that perspective and become a more inclusive society. Um, Because I'm sure there were a lot of times that we didn't talk about today that were not happy times because of the way people treated Paige. I mean, sorry, between, because of the way they treated Allie um, or the way that they looked at her or the way that, you know, your family was treated. Um, So I'm working to, to make those situations less and less. And I'm also trying to help people understand that they're not alone. Because I I have written a book um, and it did get published. And um, that was the story that I heard over and over. It's it's 10 chapters long, nine true stories of people who have been told they can't. Um, And every family said, we feel alone 
And I, I, I hate that, you know, I, I hate that um, there's that feeling of I'm doing this all by myself or there's nobody else going through what I've gone through. And so that's the purpose of that. The 10th chapter is my journey of changing my, my bias mm-hmm. from only wanting to teach kids in general education to where I am today of wanting to make the world better for all one IEP at a time. Um, and so the book is called Those Who Can't Teach. So if anybody's watching and you haven't heard me talk about that before, um, it's available on Amazon. It's available through my website, which is shellykino.com. Um, and you'll get an autographed copy if you order it through me, but you can sometimes get it um, through Amazon a little bit faster and maybe a little bit cheaper, um, but it's not autographed. So, I mean, that in itself is huge. Right. <laughs> Dr. Tom Hill was on my, what did he tell me one time? He said, uh, my books are free, but if you want an autographed copy, now that's going to cost you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much. And I appreciate you. And I love um, that I got to meet you. We still actually have not met in person. We have only become friends through Zoom. Great? But I feel yeah. like I know you though. Thank goodness for technology, Shelly. Right. Yes. Amen to that. Amen yes. to that. Well, thank you everyone who is watching this and I hope that you will comment. Lisa and I um, will look back at this and, and check those comments. If you have questions or you have concerns or, or anything, um, positive things that you want to say, please drop them in the chat. Um, subscribe to this channel or like this page and um, I will see you all next time. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us, Shelly. It was fun. Bye-bye, guys.